This episode of Rubitoon's Insignificant Podcast brought to you by In the Corner Time. Ever felt lonely? Good. You've been in the corner too long. Time to come out. Back to you, Rubitooner. The following program contains nothing of any significance whatsoever. If you continue listening to this episode, the creators of this podcast are not responsible for what it might do to you, your health, or the health of others around you. Please only listen to this podcast while in your headphones because public broadcast of this podcast is completely prohibited by the NFL. America. America. Broadcasting with no real intentions from Fort Worth, Texas. It's RoboTuner's Insignificant Podcast. Occurrence 77. For Sunday, June the 26th, 2016. Did you play that part? In the year of the dessert served in Pancote Palace in Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That's disgusting. You remember that scene? Yes, you were monkey talking about brains. it earlier. Still monkey brains. <laughs> Greetings, RoboTuner coming at you from Castle Fujiwa. Back again with that low-budget podcasting style for your listening, enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all of the, the above. Take your pick. Joining me once again is my r- existing romantic life partner, Shelly. Sushi. Why are you silent? Say something, damn it. Thump your mic. She's I don't give a shit. Meep. Meep. Okay, that, that works. <laughs> She's too busy being chained up. The shackles are mental. You can see that. <laughs> and then, uh, the toad in your bass guitar, Special K. All right. The what? I don't get it either. That's a quote from a. That's that's a quote from an old '80s movie that Tim Curry starred in as a bad guy. And there's a song in there called "Anything Can Happen on Halloween," and one of the lyrics was, "You may might find a toad in your bass guitar." That was pretty awesome. awesome show. What Tim Curry movie was that? It was a it was a made for TV movie called uh, The Worst Witch. Yeah. I never saw the movie, but I saw that clip of the that song on it did start YouTube. Shushy. You can you can look the it's actually there's a video of him singing that song on YouTube. Okay, that's cute. I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Daft Punk. What album is this from? Something I think it's the Daft Punk Elect- album. Electroma. Electroma. Uh, yeah. As a, yeah, because they they have that. You can look you can look ha, look up their entire anime movie that they released along with their album that came out in like ninety eight or ninety nine. I can't remember the name of it, but it's the one with one more time, uh, uh, harder, better, faster, stronger, and all those. So, I love that song. So, I don't know if, if he's going to be able to get through the show with the music playing. No, I'm fine. Okay. So. I don't know if you heard, but when Alex was doing his little in the corner time commercial, Shelly was playing with her stupid earphone or something over there that made a zipper noise. What? At the very end. It sounded like Alex was in the corner <laughs> zipping up his zipper. Uh. <laughs> I don't know what y'all are talking about. I'll be taking it out and posting it. You've been anyway. in the corner too long. <laughs> <laughs> That's disgusting. <laughs> you did it. You did. Making all these inconspicuous sounds, which are going to be removed in post. 
Well, you can't move that one now. Otherwise, this whole conversation's moved. <laughs> no, shut the hell up. <laughs> God, so angry. Oh. I've actually been drinking some tea to calm me down. Celestial. And it does its job well. All right. Well, I've had a pretty busy weekend, and it's going to be, and it's going to continue today as well. I had the opportunity to go to the FW Weekly uh, Music Awards Showcase this weekend. Went back and forth between a couple different clubs yesterday. Started, it started um, about 2 o'clock in the afternoon. Went over to the Boiled Owl and I saw uh, the band's Vodeo or Vodeo. I can't remember. I, I don't know how the correct pronunciation is. And the Phantom Sensation. Phantom Sensation, they always do a great, great job, but this is... I think one of their best shows that I've seen because the the mixing uh, was so the, the mixing was just so spot on. Their harmonies could be heard perfectly. Um, Jessica and uh, Brandon Burnett, that is, <laughs> and uh, it was my first time to see Vodeo, and they were wasn't really sure what to think of him. They were good for what they did. It was kind of, they're kind of like an indie, funky, uh, like trance dance style band, I guess you could say. Anyway, um, <laughs> there was something I noticed in the there's something I noticed in the program for uh, there's something I noticed in the program for the showcase because they had a description for all the bands that were performing, and I I'm flipping through the pages and I noticed the one for the Phantom Sensation, and <laughs> one of the sentences describing the Phantom Sensation was as a brother and sister band, and actually their singer Brandon Burnett was the one that found it as I was hanging out with him after the show. And he was going around showing it to everybody, and that's <laughs> and it was hilarious because he and Jessica, the other vocalist, they're married. They're not brother and sister. So maybe it's like a white stripes thing. No, maybe. Well, that could be it. Except that weren't they dating for a little while? Yeah, they. Well, no, ja they were married. Yeah, Jack yeah. and Meg were married. And he took her last name. Yeah. Yeah, anyway, I just thought that was kind of funny that they messed up that detail. <laughs> I don't know, maybe that's a troll. Yeah, I don't know. It was somebody at the Weekly that wrote it, obviously. They were also, um... They were also offering did a digital uh, download of... Uh, one, uh, of all the bands that were performing for... It's, every band was doing a... Uh, chose their own song for it. Why the f Why are you shaking your head at me? Because you're not going to be able to make it with this music plan. Alright, turn it down a little bit... Pew 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 pew. No, the music's fine. Oh yeah, I'm you're sure. just staring at me, shaking your head is what's fucking me up. No, that's not true because I didn't start shaking until you started stuttering over the music. Go ahead. All right. Anyway, they're they're offering a digital download. Every band chose one song from their recordings to be part of this, and it was like five bucks, and it goes towards the shut the hell up. <laughs> <laughs> it's going towards the United Way. <laughs> Sorry, don't get mad. We're just playing. <laughs> that was a mic drop, guys. <laughs> He's done. We're no more RoboTuner Insignificant Podcast. Yeah. Chains are coming off. Now you can rename the shows the Heath Hour because you guys run this anyway. Oh, I'm just kind of here in spirit. That's oh. rude. Wow. Oh. I feel like we're playing the. Uh oh. <laughs> now that's funny. <laughs> wow, way to bring the show down. 
Go ahead. Keep talking. We'll just shut the hell up. <laughs> Why is our dog attacking our intern? He's trying to gnaw his finger off. Because the intern is annoying like the shit out of the dog. He tastes like onion dip. Well, he's a dip. <laughs> I don't know about the onion smell. All right. So, after them, I got to see Mean Motor. Actually, before I headed over to the Boiled Owl to see Mean Motor Scooter, I got to meet uh, John and Sally Rohde, who ran the Pirate, or who run the Pirate. And, uh, yeah, they were out there supporting all their bands, too. And I thought it was kind of cool because we they were also on um, JDTM last week, too. And actually, that was one of my uh, that was one of my more favorite episodes. I got to listen to them, and I'm just going to talk about this for a second. But it was cool because they talked about like their history of the station, and uh, like uh, Sally, she was she had a, like a big background in like um, advertising for the Star Telegram, and John had a history of like 35 plus years in radio. It was just kind of cool to hear both their backgrounds and stories from the past, and how they both came together and did this whole grassroots movement with the pirate. And they brought it up to what it is now, which is basically a really good source for any local band, no matter if you're just recently established or you've been around for a while, if you want to, want to, want to get your stuff heard. Anyway, really cool people. And they said that they're big fans of The Confounded, too, which I liked as well. That's awesome. Yeah, so me and Motor Scooter, they tore it up. And then I came back a couple hours later, and I, I, went, back, I went to Shipping and Receiving. And uh, there, and the band. Well, I missed the Hendersons, which I was really excited to see them again because um, I got to see them a couple months ago on for, on Friday on the Green, one of their free shows. And I almost describe them as like a modern day. Um, I guess if the Beatles had never broken up and they were, st- or if they had re, if all their members were still alive and they were writing new music, that's what what it would sound like. Anyway, but I. I missed them because I was a little late uh, getting back, but I did get to see the two bands that followed them, which were um, Missing Sibling, which they were kind of a like a pop punk uh, five piece band. They were interesting, and then the guy that followed him on shipping and receiving was a guy named um, I think Bobby Hart was his name. He almost was like doing the whole uh, like Bruno Mars party music type party music kind of thing. He got the crowd going, but after about. He was good at what he did, but I was kind of bored after 15 minutes of him playing. Then after that, we took Jeff the Lord home, and then we went over to um, we went over to the Grotto and checked out Huffer. And this is my first time seeing them with uh, Anthony Sosa in the band, because um, he's I think he joined a couple months ago, and I can't can't remember what happened to their other bassist. Anyway, but the, the showcase also conti- continues today at Lola's, and I'm going to go back over there about 5 o'clock or so, because today we've got Huffer playing again, then Duel, uh, Sally Majestic, and Pinkish Black. Um, the last two bands I've actually been looking forward to seeing for a while. Uh, I think Pinkish Black is signed to a major label, if I'm not mistaken. Josh from my band used to, used to know one of their members. There's just two-piece, one keyboardist and one drummer. And I think the keyboardist also sings. Anyway, it was a great time. Awesome. Wow. <laughs> awesome. There's something fun. Kids. Sell cocaine to kids? What? I said, <laughs> where's the crickets? Oh. I don't do cocaine. 
<laughs> I really People keep asking me this. That's, that's not what your doctor said. That's the theme this <laughs> for for Heather this I, week. I specifically remember you telling the story that the doctors all thought you were on cocaine. They yep. Did. Oh, how rude of me! I forgot to I forgot to introduce our guest that is sitting with uh, sitting with us today. That other voice you are hearing is my dear sister Heather. Hello, I'm here to do my PSA and don't have a tardic. Uh, heart attack talk. Yes, yes, yes. And as you can all tell, she is she is in good spirits and good physically, well, as I'm, she is here today. I'm glad you were able to finally introduce her, you know. So the show's not all about you. <laughs> Just mostly. <laughs> like I said, that's going to change. I hope that burned. I wish we had like a fire... We need a fire uh, sound effect. Oh, yeah, like one of those. Yeah. Not like the crackling. Ooh, we could go in the backyard and record Mike doing fire dance. Definitely. With his poi. Oh. That that would be (laughs) awesome. That makes an amazing sound. I've never seen Mike spin fire. I've seen other people spin fire. It's a neat neat thing to see, yeah. Yeah, he's got five-pound wicks that he lights on fire. And it sounds like a fireball. I mean, it's every bit as epic any... anything you would see in a video game. Wow. Yeah. yeah that would to- be awesome. I would totally see that. I think we're probably planning on doing that next couple of weekends, so you all should come over. Awesome. I would love to see that. What's up within the mouth of madness over here? <laughs> I thought he was doing the ring. Uh, <laughs> Samora. Did y'all let him have coffee this morning? I didn't let him. We made coffee. If he had some, we it's unbeknownst to it. me. Yeah. Well, this morning. Time to wake up, I guess. Oh, <laughs> I was going to say, what is my time <laughs> up? What the hell? You can't put the chains on, RoboTuner. <laughs> All right. Well, this morning, shortly after we woke up, Sushi re- received a very unusual phone call. Why don't you tell everybody about it? I was just sitting there, and my phone, I looked down at my phone, and I'm you know, I'm next to Matt, and uh, and it says it's from Mexico, so I answer it, and I was like, "Hello," and he said he said something in Spanish like uh, "Como está" or something like that, and I and I said "Hello," and then he said, "Do you speak Spanish or something?" He said it the way you're supposed to say it, and I said, um, "Habla English, uh, habla Spanish." Something not uh, espanol. No, espanol. I was like, he said habla espanol, and I said muy poquito, and he said, oh, you speak Spanish in English, which I thought was weird. And then he started talking to me, and I said bien, you know, because he was asking me, you know, cómo estás, and so I was like, okay. And then he said something about guapo, which I know means good looking. And I was like, huh? And he said, bonita. And I was like, me? He's trying to hook you up. I know. I was like, is he trying to talk dirty to me in Spanish? So then I fell out and I was like, estoy feliz por estar aquí. You know, (laughs) my only line that I know. And, you know, I could hear them all laughing. There was a lot of people there. And I could hear people laughing in the background. And then he started saying something else, and I said hello, and I kind of understood what he was saying, and I was like, you know what, I'm just going to hang up. So I did. It was the weirdest phone call I've ever gotten. That's really strange. That is. (laughs) I think the strangest ones I've ever gotten recently is I had somebody call me, 
and tell me that they found my phone number in the stall at a bar on Beach Street. Are you serious? And they wanted to call and let me know. Now, I happen to think it was probably an ex-boyfriend from ages ago that left it there because he lived near there. Ah. And I think he was trolling and somebody took it up and decided to call me and see if I was interested. And I was like, no. Are you serious? Yeah. It's the one by the El Chupacabra. Oh, nice. Wow. Yeah. Is is that a burning sound you played, Special K? Um, It was supposed to be Sizzle. Oh, there you go. You just got... This is your brain. This you is your brain. You just got fried. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that poster you used to have in your room. Yeah. <laughs> this is your brain with a side over order of bacon. <laughs> it was up there for years. Yeah, I remember. Well, in entertainment news, I have a bit that just broke either today or last night. Steven Tyler has made an official announcement that Aerosmith, the band, is going to be retiring. They will be no more. And They're they w- sick of dealing with his bullshit. I'm sure. I wouldn't know. Actually, well, m- one of my acquaintances, Mike uh, DeQuinzio, who used to be in the band Redefine, um, he went on the JJTM about his uh, three or four month experience of being Joey Kramer, their drummer's personal assistant. Uh, it didn't last long, um, but he told me a lot of stuff about um, the inner workings of the band members and what his perceptions were and it was pretty eye opening but uh, i'm not not surprised that they're making they're they're coming to an end aside from their age now because they all have different business ventures according to him and plus the the times that they play now are just so sporadic cuz that's probably all they can really physically handle to do now I nowadays can't, i can't see they them gotta quitting be in bed by 10 yeah <laughs> i can't hey see them quitting forever but i i can see them for a partial Hey, uh, even though he's not showing up in the chat room, ATX Scott's in the chat room. Hi, Scott. Hey, hey, Scott. Yeah, actually, Aerosmith is still a thing, and Joey Kramer, their drummer, actually lives in Austin. <laughs> yeah, anyway, um, but yeah, Steven Tyler said that they'll likely will do a farewell tour that'll kick off in sometime in 2017. So, I want to talk about something, too. I want to talk about what's going on in England right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that that's uh that seems to be the big news story of the week, dubbed at by the media as Brexit. Yeah, that, um, I heard that they made a Brexit from the uh, from uh, the EU. Yep, the, the EU. UK is going to. Uh, I don't know if it was official as of that date or if it was just that's just the date that the vote votes were in. But yes, the the UK will be officially independent from the EU. The, and the prime minister stepped down too. Yes. Yeah. That Which, was a yeah, I, I heard but David Cameron, right? Yes, it's very and telling. Likely, likely, the guy who is going to replace him is their version of Donald Trump. I wouldn't know. It's a guy named Boris something or other. Well, and I think that I think they're right. I think the globalization of yeah, it's gonna, that's a big hit, of course. Yeah, I think it's wrong. I don't think we should. No, it's not going to be a big hit towards globalization. This is taken away from it. Away from it. Yeah. 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 This I'm is saying it's a big hit. Oh, hit. Okay. I'm sorry. You're right. I apologize. Yeah, I think this is huge. And I, I think they're right. We should not have a globalized economy. I don't think we should. It's not right. And it'd be too, it'd be too volatile. Yeah. yeah. Too monopolistic. Well, and part of the problem, the reason that they wanted to pull out, at least the people who voted for it, which are generally 
racist elderly white people (laughs) they they wanted to pull out because they are afraid of all of the refugees that refugees that they're getting from the middle east because they're getting a lot of that over but border control issues are going to be there regardless and part of the problem is that that is a entire new generation of youth that will be able to do high-tech jobs that they're not going to have because that's one of the first things that this guy Boris wants to do. He wants to build a wall just like Trump does. Yeah, but here's something that that they they I read in an article they were talking about is that a, being a part of the EU everybody has access to the same money and they were only supposed to use about 3%. That was yeah. supposed to be their limit. But there were so many countries that were going over the 3% limit and were using 12% and 11%, which was causing problems in the other countries and causing their economies to slump. Oh, like Greece? Yeah, and so it happened so many times in a row that they were just like, you know what, this is affecting us and we have a better economy and we're stronger. Well, yes and no, because part of the problem with that that I was reading this morning is that England really doesn't have an exports. Mm -hmm. They've got imports. They said, name any natural crop that could be exported. They don't have it. They get everything imported like everybody else does. But they have to renegotiate all of those trade agreements that they have. Yeah. And that's why Wall Street's going crazy. That's why the price of sterling everything is going crazy right now. Yeah. The good news for us is that the cost of going to England is going to be extremely cheap through winter because the it's tanked, the value of the pound versus the dollar, so our dollar is going to go a lot farther. Um, I looked up airline tickets just for shits and giggles for off-season to get to London. Uh-huh. For me and Mike to go round trip, it'd be $1,000. That's awesome. Yeah, but I, yeah. I think wow. that's that's probably just an initial dip from them leaving the EU, but I think they're going to bounce back. I mean, this is they a country will. that... Yeah, I'm sure they will. It's going to take a couple of years, though. Yeah. But I don't, I'm not a fan of globalization only because, uh, you know, that to me, if you, it's... it, Globalization tends to, to favor the rich. It doesn't seem to, to favor, uh, you know, like, for instance, we have all these... Uh, these exports that are that are, are uh, these trade free trade agreements that we're starting up the like the the new one the TT what is the acronym uh, for that one not the Trans Pacific one yeah, is yeah. it yeah the Trans Pacific Trade or, Agreement yeah or Trans Canada was a disaster and I'm just uh, I just think that we, the more we move towards globalization the more it's like putting your eggs in all in one basket I could see that yeah. There was actually a clip from Yes Minister that described why England got into the, um, it's not the Eurozone. Well, I guess it would be. I forget what it's called right now. But it's a really good clip. I'll see if I can find it and post it to the website. Well, another thing I think about, you know, with the UK pulling out and, and having to renegotiate all the trade agreements, all of their manufacturing was going to the cheapest, uh, the cheapest country as well. I mean, they, the only car I can think of they manufacture in England is what, the Aston Martin? Rolls Royce. They still make that there? I thought that was, uh, they moved that that manufacturing to China. 
Uh, not that out. I know of. I'll they make those by hand. I, I want to know. But see, this this opens them up to be able to do a lot more manufacturing in England. I mean, they do have resources. It makes me wonder if the prices of those, any of the amplifiers that they bring over here, like Vox Orange and Marshall, <laughs> those are all badass amps, and they're all made in England. There's a lot of good talent, talent in here. And Premier Drums, too. They're also made in England. Uh, just crazy times that we're experiencing now. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how yeah. things progress throughout the next couple of weeks. And I noticed that there were a lot of people that after they voted and they, you know, decided they're removing themselves from the European Union mm-hmm. that regret that decision. Yeah. But initially, when you make a choice like that, there are going to be some regrets. But maybe there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. Well, and I think that part of the divisiveness on the issue because mm-hmm. I remember asking our tour guide whenever I want went on a trip to London when I was 17 they were just about to have the vote to go into the EU. Was that 1999? 95. 95. Okay yeah because 99 yeah. is when they entered the EU. Yeah but it was a big deal there and she, she said that basically nobody wanted to join Mm-hmm. Because they knew that the value of the pound was going to go down once they switched over to a universal currency. Yeah. And so I think the divisiveness comes from the generation who has grown up with it. And it's more of a fear of change because they don't know what it was like before. Right. right. And I think there have been some advantage, but not as many as there needed to be. Well, back in the 90s, one of the things they promised was the fact that uh, inflation would not, uh, would be harder, it'd be harder for there to be inflation on the euro if a bunch of countries all joined and, you know, they accepted the same currency. But that really hasn't been the case. The euro has inflated, you know, almost 1.2 times more than the, the regular pound does because... You know, when you, when you do things like globalization, then not only the things that, that affect your country affect the euro, but the things that other countries do, like France and, and Greece, and that all affects the euro as well. It's, you know, I'm all for the betterment, you know, moving forward, trying new things. I just don't, I think the, the EU has been kind of, I don't know. I, I applaud UK for making that decision. I don't know if it's go, it's going to be a good one in the in the long run, but uh, I think a lot of those people felt like they didn't have a, a dog in the hunt when it yeah. came to a lot of those uh, a lot of the stuff that was going on as being part of the EU. Or yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that the best case scenario that they're hoping for is that it'll turn out like Iceland, but. That's a completely different scenario because they did a lot of things that most other countries are too corrupt to do, including ours. Mm-hmm. Like actually holding their banks responsible, responsible for, for their... screwing up the economy. Exactly. Yeah. I wish we had that here. And yeah. I don't think England will do that. They no. they have the status quo and it's not going to change. It's going to get worse. Well, we'll see what happens. But at least what they do doesn't affect what's left of the EU. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it really doesn't. Uh, at least not at this point. <sighs> well, today is also a momentous occasion because it is today, 40 years ago, mine and Heather's uh, mom and dad got married. This is their 40th anniversary. 40 years. 
and they haven't killed each other yet. Our 15 year anniversary on uh, Thursday, right, honey? Congratulations. Yes. Yeah, I'm. I'm with you, Heather. I don't know how our parents have made it this long, considering that (laughs) our dad was raised Baptist and our mother was raised devout Catholic. Our mother is very left well she's she's more on the left wing and my our dad is hardcore right wing so that always made for some interesting sunday mornings <laughs> the argument it, show yeah the argument yeah the mclaughlin group which i dubbed the argument show because they would argue every single fucking day, uh, week after the show was over but after he's john mclaughlin said bye bye was it an argument or was it a loud discussion was it a debate no over politics. they were it was varying depending on the day. So sometimes I, it was a debate. Sometimes it's bread throwing. Sometimes <laughs> it's, it's just arguing. Yeah, that only, that only happened once, and I don't think that was over politics. This oh, is, she thought about it. This is my it. opinion on the whole thing, the whole right-left thing. You know, I don't think there's a problem with having different beliefs. You know, people on the right believe this thing. People on the left believe this thing. As long as there comes positive change from your beliefs, you know, discussion, going to a debate, you know, talking about an issue to come to a solution. Right. It seems like everybody's talking in circles right now. You know, oh, you should believe the left. That's not the point. You believe the left. You're not trying to convince the right that they should be left. You're trying to solve a problem. You know, that's that's what we should be working towards, but we can't get off of our own little soapboxes to, to solve problems. Right. We just tend to cause more problems and yell at each other. People generally just want to hear themselves talk. Everybody just needs a podcast. That's <laughs> right. Like we did. Yes. So we can yep. hear Matt talk. I uh, mean, <laughs> RoboTuner talk. We're all And that talking. way you have an excuse not to be productive. Right. <laughs> Give me an excuse not to be production, as Medea would say. Okay, well, enough politics. No, no, I was going to say, what happened? <laughs> rubble, 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 Where's rubble. the music? Where's the music? Is this what they call a breakdown? Uh, I don't know. Did I can't, you? We can't have it's any still, breakdowns it's here. It's still going. It's still, I got 30-something minutes still going. of that punk left. Okay, well, here's what it's time for right now. <laughs> Fun facts with Kenneth. <laughs> Fun facts with Special K. <laughs> Fun facts with Kenneth. I thought we decided not to do that anymore because that's just... I think you decided that we thought it was hilarious, so we're going to keep it up. Okay. <laughs> I did it live because I didn't have time to isolate it from the last occurrence before we started. Okay. <laughs> Is there a name for that particular noise? <laughs> Fun facts with Kenneth. I thought it was called the Zerber, or the, which uh, is the same Zerber. as when you do... I can't do it on my... <laughs> fart noise. That sounded so fart juicy. Noise. Why is it got to be a fart noise? There you go. That's a fart That's noise. <laughs> Fun facts with Kenneth. <laughs> there needs to be a rap with that. Football. he's just looking at us like what the crap (laughs) oh god (laughs) all right slovakia and slovenia are mistakenly thought to be each other so often that they meet once a month to exchange wrongly addressed emails shelly's like where it doesn't say email it says mail oh mail sorry mail email that would be really retarded if you had to meet once a month to physically re- and this switch is, out emails. What is mail? This is Slovakia? What is this, what is this mail? So yeah, it's it's like so uh, weird. It's, it's, it's north of Hungary. Yeah, I know, I know where Slovakia and is. Yeah, on the Sl- Slovenia. Slovenia, is like, yeah. 
They meet once a month and exchange wrongly mail. addressed mail. It's mail. like that at the drive-in song, incorrect mail department. <laughs> so it's about something totally different. Yeah, they have this thing called, you know, databases and internet now. So I wonder, I mean, there's, I guess every town has a main street. I guess that's that's probably the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably all emails or, or letters that are messaged to the country of Czechoslovakia instead of you know, Slovakia or they need to Czech Republic. adopt zip codes. Then I mean, maybe they don't have that there. Or better post, I don't know. post system. Well, I mean, you say zip codes, but the United States has zip codes, but that doesn't mean that you know all of Europe has. It so depends on the I country. Maybe they should adopt yeah. it. Yeah. I imagine every country has their codes. own difference. What? But <laughs> like tiny villages where it's fifty people, you don't really need one. You know where everybody lives. I guess. Yep. Just yeah. walk across the street. Here you go. A library in Dublin puts readers in cages to, to prevent them from walking off with rare books. I can see that. Because those rare books are hard to come by. Hopefully they give them gloves. Do they have armed guards? Wow. So, you know you know what I'm going to say if I ever go to a library in Dublin? What's that? You can't put the chains on RoboTuner. Well, they're not putting chains. They're putting you in a cage. I know. Well, they won't you can't cage the RoboTuner. You have to dance to get out. <laughs> Last wow. summer... That's only... Uh, if I was a chick, I could see that. He's never getting out. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do the podcast from the inside. I could, I could I, podcast I, from inside I a cage see, as long as they let me out when I'm done. I could see Shelly buying one of those glass cages, you know, and he just has to sit in the glass cage and have that little intercom button when she <laughs> wants him. <laughs> or like no, the plastic cage that uh, Magneto got put in at the end of I the, the first X-Men movie. I need him to do things around the house, so putting him in a cage we'll put, put some wheels on me. it so he could walk around with a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> or like one of those damn hamster balls. <laughs> yeah, hamster ball, there that you go. That would be amazing. Dude, I would love to have one of those. <laughs> Not to be held captive in, mind you, but still. Your dog would have a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be afraid I'd crush him. Especially if it was made with some really... Highly reinforced polycarbonate. Have you seen the giant bouncy balls that you can get yes. encased in? Yes. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, they are so much fun looking. You basically play soccer and you just whack into each other and you bounce off and you go boing, boing, boing. Yeah. And you can rent them. Yes. Football. We need to do this. Last summer, the city that of. That sounds like fun. Ugh. Sorry, go on. Last summer, the city of Albuquerque started pl- uh, paying the homeless to clean up abandoned homeless camps. Around the city, the pursuit. Per, damn, la, 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 la. the participants must work hard and, on average, I can't read today. What is wrong with me? You even did the lip. I did, thing. and I read this ahead of time too, so that's not <laughs> it. <laughs> Don't have a stroke. We we had heart the attack participants issues, no stroke issues. <laughs> must work hard and, on average, five to six. Oh, it's the it's not me. It's the wording. Oh, uh oh, uh oh. Are you about to get angry? No, I do. I just I kept wondering why I'm stumbling over the words. Anyway, average of five to six hours a day. In return, they earn nine dollars an hour plus a lunch of sandwich and chips and granola bars. I think it's a great idea. That is a great. That idea. really is. Positive, positive things. John Lasseter was fired from Disney in 1983 for pushing too hard for computer animation. When Disney brought Pixar in, uh, bought Pixar in 2006, Lasseter was given a $5 million signing bonus, a $2.5 million salary, and control of all of Disney's animated product. Damn. 
1983. He must uh, he must have seen Tron the year my youngest or my youngest brother was born. Crocodiles can climb trees. Can they really? Yep. Well, I know lizards can climb trees, and crocodiles are a type of lizard. Oh, so don't run towards a tree when you're running from a crocodile. <laughs> mm. I'll be safe up this tree. Oh, no, I'll I'm be not. safe in the water. Oh, wait. Right. <laughs> the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department offers tattoo removal for inmates who regret getting tattoos or no longer want to be associated with gangs. Do they charge for it? Does it say? It does not nope. say. They don't charge. Nope. Wow. And that's something that uh, those dermatology offices can charge quite a bit for. They take those teardrops away from their eyes right there? Mm-hmm. Okay. Anything awesome. gang-related. They've had it on for about 10 years, I think. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yeah. Police in Parma, Ohio, discovered a dove that built a nest on the west uh, windshield of one of their cruisers. Instead of shooting, shooing away the bird who, who was caring for two eggs, they installed an umbrella, taped off the entire parking spot, and even dug up worms for her. Aw. Okay, so here's my question. How long had that car been sitting so that a bird could build the nest on the car? You know, I was wondering the same thing. <laughs> but, you know, that can happen overnight. Or maybe it was somebody cruiser and they went on vacation. Yeah, yeah well, that, that could have been it. That could have been it. Hmm. Why you got to poke holes in the story? Sorry, I wasn't poking <laughs> holes. I was Hater. like, why weren't they using that car? What's going down over there? They must have really great, you know. The dove was undercover. <laughs> I don't know. Why well, haven't been you've been using your car in the last year, Shelley? Chicago was r- raised over four feet with screw jacks in 19th century in order to install the first sewer system in the U.S. What year was this? Uh, the 19th century. So that'd be oh, 1800s. 1800s yeah. I haven't been using my car because it's broken, and you don't pay my bills. Mm-hmm. That's right. But we'll we'll find out what's wrong with it soon, though. Finally. Yes. In 86 AD, the Colosseum was filled with water to stage a full naval battle. To stage one? Yep. <laughs> there was also an incident That's where a naval battle was hosted on a ocean of wine. An ocean of wine? Yep. <laughs> mm. Yeah, if you're if you if you have to jump ship and go overboard, at least you'll be happy. Talk about drunken sailors. Yeah, no joke. <laughs> Hi, Josh. Oh, is that? It, would that be Mr. Reed? Yes, it would be. The Golden Goose Award, a prize that honors scientists whose federally funded work may have been considered silly, odd, or obscure when first conducted, but was resulted in a significant benefits to society. Golden Goose Award. That's fun. Okay, what's funny? Everybody's laughing. Harris Hawk is the only rap uh, what I'm gonna start over maybe I should stop drinking before I do these things <laughs> oh, either that or you're picking a whole bunch of stories with bad grammar it was the cloud with English. bread I wish, I wish I could say that about this one it's, it's me my brain's misfiring Harris Hawk is the only raptor that hunts in packs their strategy is similar to that of wolves that's cool they're yeah. called raptors yeah. okay I thought you were confused about it. Uh, in the last one, in December 2015, photographer Tim Samuel caught this amazing shot of a fish swimming inside of a jellyfish 
off Byron Bay, Australia. That had the to have been cool. The fish is actually steering the jellyfish around. That is hilarious. What the hell? Do you have a picture of that? Yeah, I do have a picture of it. I want to see that. That has got to be the most freaking amazing thing. Look ma- at that. It makes me wonder what happened because I, w- I, would, I would assume that the jellyfish would be killing and then later consuming the fish. Well, some fish have a resistance to the poison. Like, if you think Mm. about the anemones, like in the first Finding Nemo, Mm -hmm. the little clownfish, they live in anemones because they don't have a reaction to the toxins there. So so It actually makes them happy, and they keep swimming them because it makes them Uh, just keep swimming. So it's like the perfect drug. Yeah. You are the perfect drug. Well, I think this fish is smart because, you know, he's inside of a jellyfish, and if attacker tries to come get him, they're going to be like, ow, ow. Yeah. It's crazy. It's fishy. (laughs) 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 All right. So that's it. And that's all you got? That's all I got. All right. So it's time for Diva News. All right. Oh, no. And then we'll let let Heather. (laughs) Don't do it. And then we'll let Heather summarize her experience and the importance of keeping a healthy heart. I'm going to let you guys lead the questions on it because I don't want to go on forever about it. Y'all have heard it already. Sushi news. Go, Shelly. It's Diva News. Fucking right in the pussy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang it. I knew you were going to do that. Whoop. I was just waiting for the time when this, <laughs> I was go- that drop was going to happen. They have this new Fuck machine. Fucking right in the pussy. <laughs> okay, that's enough. All right, Special K. Let her read. The affectionator machine lets your dog pet you. People with pets love to say that really. Their animals own them, not the other way around. But this contraption, which allows dogs to pet their humans and give them treats, really drives that sentiment home. They have a video up on YouTube right now, so you can look it up. And it's been popping up all over online this week. And it may seem sort of silly to employ a robot to allow your dog to pet you when you're sitting across the table this is wrong and if your dog could pet you or give you treats maybe coffee while you're at the office well we can only dream so look that up i think it's supposed to be the other way around i think it allows you to pet your dog it's weird you'll just well, have to why look why would the you video want to get up. pet by your dog especially if their cl- claws are really long like shiners. Well, I think you have to teach them. You teach them to, to use the machine, and they can uh, tap something on the machine, and it pets you. Oh, okay. Yeah, you'll have to watch the video. It's pretty cool. Okay. You can love your dog, but you really shouldn't love your dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I think anybody what, should Why the love hell are you going there, dog? man? <laughs> there's he a machine. He likes doggy style? Uh, <laughs> play crickets for her. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the club. Yay, it I got my crickets. It must run in the family. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you can thank our dad for that. More so than our mom. So, George Lucas cancels Star Wars Museum in Chicago. In Chicago, I read about this. What? I didn't even know it was going to be a thing or pro- or was even an idea. Yep. It, why, why would he do that? Well, we're about to find out. Well, it seems because he doesn't on control it anymore. Probably the on again, off again love affair between George Lucas and the city of Chicago has finally fizzled, at least when it comes to the Star Wars themed museums. The Chicago Tribune recently reported that Lucas has halted his Windy City plans to build the Lucas Museum of Narrative Art. So that's a, so. Here's my audio representation of the idea of this. Pew, 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 
I'm sorry. Could well, you do? Could do you that, do that again? again? <laughs> <laughs> could you do that again? Pew 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 pew. Okay. I couldn't resist. It is a period of civil unrest. Rebel special interest groups striking from their own lawyer's office base have won their victory against the Lucas Alliance. During the court (laughs) battle, the Friends of the Park managed to stop plans for Ultimate Nerdy Art Museum. The Lucas Museum of Narrative Art, a modern building on Chicago's lakefront with enough opportunity to create jobs, bring in money, and make use of a space primarily used for tailgating during football seasons. The fate of the museum that would have been friggin' awesome in Chicago is still unknown. So, Star Wars reference aside and speaking... Oh, and this is an actual Chicago resident. They call that a major bummer. In a a statement about his decision, Lucas said, No one benefits from continuing their seemingly unending litigation to protect a parking lot. And the actions initiated by Friends of Parks and their recent attempts to extract concessions from the city have effectively overridden approvals received from numerous democratically elected bodies of government. You know what, George? Just just bring the museum down here. We'll take it. We'll take it. Yep. Yeah. 100%. We'll put it right next to the National Video Game Museum in Frisco. That's right. Yep. That's and we'll idea. go to it and we will we will live there. Mm-hmm. The, build ho- build uh build condos beside it and people will buy them. Yeah, people we or we can just sleep in the in the 80s and 70s bed beds in the, in the National video, video Game Museum. Yeah. 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 yeah, we'll just move Even in. though they're twin beds. Actually, no wait, the the other one was a living room. It wasn't a bedroom. And literally literally this space that they're fighting over is a freaking parking lot. It's I'm looking at it. It's a parking lot where he wants to build this George, museum. George, seriously, bring it here. And we'll put it in Azel, Texas, Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> that way it'll be safe from from bombings. Where Special K lives, Dustin. Dustin. <laughs> now, see, it wouldn't be safe because there's ultimately going to be one port on the entire building that you can get a plane through mm-hmm. and it would blow it up. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. What was that? Three out of four movies? No, three out of seven movies? Yeah, mm-hmm. at had least. De- had Death Stars that was ports in them? You made Josh. Or variants leave. of them? Josh left a long time ago. You made him leave. You did. When you played that, why that sound bite? What? Uh, oh, oh! I thought you meant whenever I did the slowing down pew pew pew. No. No. Okay. Woman calls nine one one to report she's being held hostage by her cat. A Greenfield, Wisconsin couple apparently thought only the police could rescue them from a hostage situation, except the hostage taker wasn't an armed robber, but rather the family feline. This is going to sound like a strange question, but we have a cat and it's going crazy and it attacked my husband and we're kind of hostage in our house. And we're just wondering who we should call to do something, get rid of the cat or help us. So I'm going to actually play. Before you do that, I'm going to play something totally inappropriate for this, this segment. Okay. Okay. When You know what you do to a cat whenever uh, it holds you hostage? What? Fuck her right in the pussy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yes. <sighs> Here's the audio. Whatever you do. Except that's a commercial. That isn't the audio. 
So we'll just talk about something else. Yeah, it's key- okay. We can't afford red tube. Uh, not red tube. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, <laughs> YouTube Plus. Is that what? Or YouTube Red? Yeah. I don't want to know what you're watching before I come over here. <laughs> red tube? What? Okay, hold on. I'm so, sorry. How could you not overpower a cat? This was real. I just wanted to play and the audio of it. That I, is a mean pussy. I just, <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make sure this was like a, a domestic cat. It wasn't like a bobcat or anything bigger than that. No, it was a domestic cat. Yeah. Yeah, it was, a, it was a, just a regular cat. But there was a story a couple years ago where you could actually hear the cat making crazy noises in the background, and a woman had locked herself in the bathroom and couldn't leave because the cat kept attacking her. Maybe uh, it's a movement by So cat. this happens more frequently than we probably know. Mm. This would be a question for the fire department. Everybody's just embarrassed to admit it. Yeah. <laughs> My cat trapped me in the bathroom. Yeah. Well, what was well, it going to say? Cat no claws thing. fucking hurt. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all I got. If you have oven mitts, you can take care of a cat. <laughs> just and a couple of towels. A couple yeah. of towels. Yeah. For the ones that are clawed. All you have to do really is pick up a cat by the scruff of its neck and it like turns retarded, you know, yeah, and you it just really carry, does. you just take the cat and you t- take it to your neighbor's house so, you can en- so the neighbor can enjoy it. <laughs> Not when they're like that though. Have yeah. you tried to pick up a cat by the scruff of their neck when they're doing that? Woo, that's not fun. I don't have cats that can turn evil and attack me. I oh. just, you know, neighborhood cats. Okay. So, and I'm not too happy about those either. Not a cat person. Mm. Yeah, we have wild cats roaming our neighborhood. I don't mind them though. But I mean, they don't they don't piss on our stuff and like leave their stench no. or whatever. But yeah, they kind of do pee on. I leave them alone. Well, they leave me alone. I've never smelled them, in, in, in the backyard. They're in the backyard. Oh, you, oh, the pallets. Yeah. Well, those are disposable. The sheds sheds not. Robo tuners disposable too. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the renaming of the show, the Heath Hour. Wow. All right. No, he did it again. Bitterness. Just bitter. I know. Oh. He's bitter and angry. I thought you said bitterness. I was going to say, why don't you start listening to them? They're a good band. Wow. And the jokes just keep coming, folks. <laughs> well, what I perceive are jokes are not to others. A lot of people, actually. <laughs> All right. So, yes, my dear sister, Heather. Time for a PSA. Don't have a heart attack. That's it. no seriously what do you want to know because i've talked this into the ground so i am willing to provide any and all information you might be curious about i think you should just start with the symptoms and tell us what you went through okay and if anybody has questions they can ask i think uh you know what to do and what not to do would probably be appropriate definitely um well my case is definitely unique one of the things i think i'm going to ask my cardiologist about uh-huh. is use me as a guinea pig that's if a good idea studies out there take a look because i'm 38 years old 
we have no history of diabetes or heart attack or heart disease in the family. Mm-hmm. We do have stroke, which worst case scenario, I thought that was what it was, but it turned out not to be. I actually had a heart attack. Um, symptoms came on all at once. The type of heart attack I had was one that normally 60 to 70 year old men get. And they know years beforehand that they're getting it. I just want to point out, this was a week ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was this last was week. This was one week was ago she a had a heart attack. Day. Okay, and she's here. Yeah. I'm feeling much better now. <laughs> but I'm feeling much better now. So, um, we were hanging out at the pool with a couple of friends. I was in the shade. I wasn't drinking anything stronger than ice water. And all of a sudden, I just felt rotten. Like... I had a vice on my chest. The back between my shoulder blades was really painful. My breastbone area started getting really tight. I started hyperventilating. I started having um, sweats, hot sweats. Uh And a lot of the symptoms will mimic a panic attack, which is what I thought it was because I had started coming off gradually from a depression medication and I have had bad reactions coming off of previous meds Mm -hmm. so I thought it's just been a long day I've been in the heat these are relatively new people and it wasn't it was actually a heart attack okay now also we we want to talk about this because this hasn't really been answered you just had surgery yeah um and that's one of the main reasons why I want to be a guinea pig is Mm -hmm. because I had gastric bypass in January and they gave me an EKG EKG there and it was fine because they would not have let me go under the knife if that had come back bad so there was literally no indication that I was going to go from zero to zero blockage Mm -hmm. to a hundred percent at the drop of a hat which is what happened so okay let me ask you this how long ago did you have the surgery uh, that was in January was this January. year. January. And how much weight have you lost? From the surgery, about 50 pounds. I had lost 20 before that. Uh-huh. Um, so all in all, about 70 pounds. So 70 pounds over an, what, eight-month period of time? About a year. About yeah. a year. So that's really not um, out of the ordinary weight loss. Would you say it is or isn't? Uh, it's a pretty drastic weight loss because of the amount Uh but it's come off slowly slowly there's certain people that have the surgery where they lose 70 pounds in three months holy crap and yeah mine has been relatively slow Mm -hmm. but it's okay because i'll hit a plateau and my body will adjust and i'll lose inches and then i'll go back to losing pounds and then i'll lose inches so i'm not getting the skin sagging that a lot of people do yeah yeah so that's good because it's been gradually i haven't had the health problems that certain other people so that's why i was asking because if it had been like a faster weight loss would they have attributed your heart attack to that no because yeah because that was one of the big things we were wondering yeah yeah and that's actually something my cardiologist mentioned because i told him i said look i'm a bypass surgery person for gastric um you guys typically don't deal with gastric patients so can you tell me any of case studies that are out there about sorry about this and he said not really he said most of the time 
it improves your situation. But you didn't have anything to improve. You were fine to start with because where the heart attack happened, all of my other arteries were clear. Mm -hmm. My heart is in great shape. Yeah. It was just this one spot in my right coronary artery, which I did a little research. If you're going to have one, it's likely to happen there if it's unexpected. Uh Because basically it's a weakness in the vein or it's a weakness in the artery because it's a curve. Uh And I'm pretty sure that's what happened because it wasn't like the entire artery was built up with plaque. It wasn't. Right. It's like if you get a scab on your hand and then you knock it against something and, you know, the scab kind of peels up. Yeah. That's what happened. And ah. it blocked the entrance. Oh, okay. And so that's why it went from zero to 100 because it was working fine. And then something happened and it just went boop. Okay. Well, yeah. that makes sense. And then that also, you know, takes out the whole your surgery had something to do with it yeah i think with the surgery that if i hadn't had it and had that extra 70 pounds on it would have been a lot worse oh wow because my body would have at least been fighting that much harder to get the blood flow to go through yeah Yeah. that that makes sense but yeah i don't think it had anything to do with the actual event itself i could have gone the rest of my life and not known it if not for whatever the trigger was. Um, They said it was either an injury or something possibly I was born with. There's no way to know. So now you have a stint, correct? Yes. Okay, so is that forever? That is forever, and as a matter of fact, I'm going to get it tattooed above my wrist. Okay. Because Oh, in case it happens again, the, uh, uh, the emergency medical staff will know. Right, because one of the first things they told me... Speak for you is they give you a card that says this is basically your warranty information (laughs) here's all the details about about your stint if something happens hand this to the emt well you're having a heart attack or you're in an emergency you're not going to think about so when i go in with my cardiologist tomorrow i'm going to make sure that all the information i have is correct and that i don't need to add anything and i'm going to get it just permanent because it's not going anywhere okay so that's good makes sense and my poor husband he has so much emergency training he almost didn't make it emotionally through the experience because he immediately went into um emergency lockdown mode yeah and we get to the er and i'm sitting there trying to get out of the car and i'm like hand (laughs) because he just started walking off and i'm like can you help me? I need to get out to be able to get to the ER. (laughs) But, and he also forgot his emergency bag. He carries that thing with him everywhere. And the one day he didn't have it. Of course. Mm. That's Murphy's law. Yeah. So he learned a valuable lesson about that. What the heck? Turn that off. Intern got fired. Yeah, he Mm. did. Get out of the co-host chair. Ooh. Of course you are. So, um, but yeah, the PS, PSA part of it, um, symptoms for heart attacks are different for women than they are for men. Yeah. What What were the warning signs that you th- that you experienced on Friday that you thought were sort of as a result of a panic attack? Um, they're the Friday before very that similar. Is. Um, the 
sweats, the tightness in the chest. Um, I didn't have a headache, I mean, until the pain started in, and then it was just everything hurt. Um, but like I said, it was so fast. There was no lead up. I mean, one day, one minute I was great. The next minute I was having a heart attack. Um, I had hot sweats. I had tunnel vision. Um, Mike could see me, so he could see I went sheet white. He said I was getting no blood flow to my face. And the way I walked up, because I was hunched, because it hurt so bad, mm-hmm. he said that was immediately what told him what was going on. Man. So um, men, when they have heart attacks, will get a sharp stabbing pain and get numbness down the arm, left arm. I had numbness in both of my extremities, so all the way down to my fingertips. Um trying to think of what else that was enough honestly yeah. <laughs> but it was more like a vice it wasn't like a sharp stabby pain it was like being crushed from the outside and it, oh. everything was just trying to be crushed at once yeah. mm. so that must have been really scary it it honestly happened so fast and i had no reason to think that it was a heart attack i didn't get scared because once they finally stopped asking me if I was on cocaine at the ER, <laughs> <laughs> which I understand why they asked me that, because I've just come from a pool party and hanging out with friends, and they get a lot of people who will go into the ER on a Saturday to get pain meds ah. and fake something. Yeah. So they asked me six different ways, are you on cocaine? Have you ever taken hard drugs? Have you ever done this? And I kept saying, no, no, no. And, no. and and then I'd the be girl, like, look at my blood tests. <laughs> yeah, well, they yeah. hadn't gotten the results back yet. Yeah. And so they're all just standing around going, yeah, this girl just partied a little too hard. Because if you do have coke, it can mimic the symptoms of it if you get too much. I no. mean, you get the really fast heart palpitations and it hurts. And the people who pull that stuff, that's usually that the sort of addiction that they have. So I understand why they're asking. Yeah. And you don't want to send somebody in that's having a heart attack that's lying to you about doing drugs. So right. until they got the results back, they really couldn't do anything. Yeah. Um, but once they finally got the results back, which was immediately after I finally was just like, I'm done with this line of questioning. Yeah, no um, They said, oh, shit. She's having a heart attack. That was said a couple of times, and everybody went into panic mode. So they put me on the cart, and as fast as they could, wheeled me in. And in 45 minutes, I had a stent. Yep, and the rest is history. Well, that's good. At least they didn't, you know, stall it too long. Yep, it could have been a lot worse. they got it done fast. Yep, and we're glad that they did. Well, the EKG was the first thing that they did, and it only took like five minutes to get the results back on that. And then they went, crap, (laughs) we're in trouble. She's in trouble. Get her in there as soon as you can. Mm -hmm. Well, that's Uh, good. Shelly, thanks to your cloud, Brad, I just had a thunderstorm in your toilet. Wow. Oh, is that where you were this whole time? Wow, can it? You're welcome. I hope you flushed twice. We have old plumbing. Did you flush? No. Gross. No. I like to leave presents for my family. Uh, so intern's going in there to flush for you. <laughs> that's what the intern does. Yep, that's what he's for. <laughs> Did he wipe for you too? It was in here. You answer that question. 
<laughs> I just heard him say, yeah. Well, why did he walk in there? All right, let's do Stump the RoboTuner. Uh, uh, i got to find questions. Yeah, that haven't been read already? Yeah. You should shuffle those like like a card deck. Well, then we'd be reading cards we've already read. Oh, that's true. Yeah. You didn't make any sense. He just didn't think that one through. No, he didn't. All right, are you ready? No, I, I'm ready. All right, moving on. Does Heather want to participate? Put the put the yeah, hate face back in the holster. Okay. <laughs> yeah, she she prefers to see the the coming to near blows of Special K and I over who th- <laughs> which one of us thinks said our name first. <laughs> I am merely an observer. All right, on Melrose Place, which character battles an addiction to alcohol in the early of the seasons? Special K, all of them. No. <laughs> Robotuner. Oh, we're ta- I thought we were talking about the actors. <laughs> uh, we we're talking about the characters. Characters. Oh, well. That's I why I said that. character. I missed the boat on that one. Robotuner. <laughs> Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith have been banned. <laughs> banned, I tell you. No, but what if that's the real answer? <laughs> it isn't. That was our running gag last that's week <laughs> for the answer. That's the answer for everything. <laughs> <laughs> or Donald Trump. Or Chuck Norris. Who do Harry and Mo think every time they use his stolen credit card and what? Thank every time they use his thank. Who do Harry and Mo thank every time they use his stolen credit card in Wise Guys? Robotuner. What? Jesus. Nope. Special K forty-two. No. <laughs> That's the answer to life, the universe, and everything. So I think that could be the answer to this. That's not the answer. If only that were true. Frank Acavino. Okay. All right. Whoever the hell that is. I, I never. <sighs> s- did I ever see Wise Guys? I can't remember if I did or not. What Ricky Martin song do Eddie Murphy and Antonio Banderas perform in the movie Shrek Two? Robotuner. Uh-huh. Is it these boots are we made for walking? Nope. That's not even. That's Nancy Sinatra. That's not a Ricky Martin no. song. Oh, wait, that's right. No, well, well, he did sing that song at the very end because it was like that uh, far, far away idol. It's still Sorry. not a Ricky Martin You're right, song. it's not. I didn't even think about Ricky, the artist, just the people that sung it. Special K, she bangs? No. No. La Vida Loca? Yes. <laughs> Give it to him. La Vida Loca. Oh, Lord. God. From what sitcom did Kelsey Grammer pull in an estimated $1.6 million per episode? Robotuner. Frazier. Correct. Damn it. David Bowie has gained quite a bit of notoriety in what medium besides music? Special K, movies. No. If you'll let me finish. (laughs) David Bowie has gained quite a bit of notoriety in what medium besides music? A, art, B, interior design, or C, puppetry? Robotuner? Uh-huh. Art? Correct. Whoop. I know he was a writer, too. Very talented guy. Yeah. What is the radio station the cast works for in the sitcom News Radio? A, WNXY, I'm sorry, WNYX? B, WKRP, or C, WCTM? Special KC. No. Damn it. A Robotur? Uh-huh. A? Yes. Not WKRP? <laughs> no. Oh, they're in Cincinnati. 
What was Jim Carrey's character's name in The Cable Guy? Oh, oh you already read this one. And I don't remember it either. I, I don't remember it once. either. I think we missed this last time. Larry. Yeah, I have read that one. Yeah. I, just, I just remember that's the... Okay, p- is it Larry? I know. Yeah. No, that's I, not I the I think answer. that was the joke last time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just remember them playing porno password in the movie. Well, Who is it? That. Oh, Ernie Chip Douglas. Okay. Yeah. File that one away. <laughs> Dang, I, I think I've started Cable over, guy. guys. Hold on. Okay. Yep, I've already asked all these. Is it Matthew Broderick? Here's the other character. Hold on, I'm going to have to find... You know what? We're, I'm going to have to find some more questions. I've already read all these. Oh. Preparation, cha-cha-cha. Preparation, cha-cha-cha. Not each. <laughs> Who starred in season six of Medium as a missing persons investigator that employed Allison Dubois? Special K, well done? No. <laughs> what? I don't even know what that was. <laughs> well, if they were a medium, I figured they'd be well done. <laughs> <sighs> yeah, I've already read this one, too. Okay. I, I don't know. Okay, it's going to be Angel- Angelica Houston. Oh, okay. What? Oh, I've already read this one. Uh, let Have me we find already gone through all this, this I'm entire telling thing? You, I've gone through the whole entire thing. Give me just a second. I'm going to find some I need to go garage sale shopping. I know. Or just look some shit up online. I'm doing it right now. Oh, are you? Okay. Yeah, calm the fuck down, Matt. <laughs> uh, I am. How many times do I have to tell you that? I didn't hear you say the first one. Maybe I should start doing Ooh. six degrees of Kevin Bacon. We could do that. Hold on, I got quiz ball out. I know nothing about Kevin okay. Bacon. Okay. Or his six degrees. Which U.S. state is named... On the label of the Jack Daniels bottle. Special Great Ro- Kentucky. No. No. Robotuner? It's uh, Tennessee. Correct. Lynchburg, Tennessee. A phlebotomist extracts what from the human body? Robotuner? Blood. <laughs> yeah, I had experience that last Fl- week. Phlebotomist. The, the flu? How many feet are, are there in a fathom? Oh, man. This question's been asked before, not by you, but somewhere, and I can't remember. Maybe it was one of those bar trivia things we did, we used to do. Fathom. Special K, isn't it like 11? No. I don't know if I can fathom this. Hold no, on. That's a, uh, yeah. Mark, that's a... Mark Twain? That's a Mark Twain. <laughs> not the writer, but the actual yeah. measurement. The mar- yeah, that's where he got his name from. I think it's 20 feet, maybe? <laughs> nope. Looking it up. I have no idea. Six. What 10, type? I was thinking 10,000 leagues under the sea like you, Scott, but I, I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a fathom. It's a part I of I can't a fathom what a fathom is. <laughs> what type of animal was inside Sputnik? <laughs> what type of animal <laughs> was inside Sputnik 2 when launched into orbit? Robotuner. A dog. Correct. Oh, I was going to say a monkey. Oh, well, then you'd have been wrong. Different mission. <sighs> the dog did not survive. What nope. type of creature is a dujite? Dujit? How do you spell that? Day. Oh, special K. That's a uh, that's a uh, a genie. No. A that's a gin. What? What the hell is wrong with you? This is an animal <laughs> or like whatever. 
Wait. creature. All right, so spell the word. Genies are not creatures. It's D. Yes, they are. G I T E. They're blue, and they have little gold bracelets. They're not yeah. real. <laughs> 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 what type of real creature? You did say real. Okay, let me start over. What type she of real animal. creature? No, I didn't. What type of real creature is a dujite? Or dujet? Or however you want to say it. Is it a young boy? Or is it like a degenerate? No. <laughs> you got one sitting That's next an to intern. You. That's Alex. I don't know. I'm going with genie. Final answer. <laughs> Robotuner? Is yeah. it a reptile? You're close, but no. Mm. Oh, what is it? It's a snake. Hmm. Okay, which snake is a reptile? Okay. Which vitamin is also known as pantothenic acid? Rotor? Yeah. Is it E? Nope. Special K B. B what? Twelve. Nope. Damn it. One. B seventeen. No. It's B five. B five. A couple celebrating their crystal wedding anniversary have been married for how many years? Special K, 10? No. Fuck. And you should have known that. I know. 15? <laughs> you can't answer now. Yeah, you messed up. Robotuner. Yeah. Is it 15? Yes. <laughs> I was going to ask my wife what this one was, and I never did. I wonder if she knows. Let me ask her. Kim. Yeah. What was your last wedding anniversary? This one, the one that was just this last week, what would it be considered? Crystal. Ooh, that's pretty, huh? So I should have got her some crystal meth. Didn't you get yeah. her a crystal vase? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or crystal candy. Wasn't it crystal? I love crystal meth. You should have given it to me. should have given her crystal meth. <laughs> crystal <laughs> meth would have been better. Yeah. What type of animal, real animal... <laughs> It's sad that you have to make that designation. I know. Is a Kalinsky. Oh, oh, I know. Isn't that the woman who, like, uh, Bill Clinton uh, (laughs) sucked a cigar (laughs) up her? Oh, Monica Lewinsky. She's a mammal. That's an animal. This is a Kalinsky. It's an animal. Monica Kalinsky. I didn't say say mammal. That's the Latin terminology. Animal. Terminology. Hey, she's still an animal. Okay. I think that's. Okay. 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 <laughs> Anybody else have any guesses? <laughs> a Kalinsky, you said? Um, okay. Uh, Robotuner? Uh-huh. Is it part of the bear family? No. Isn't okay. that that Did thing they squirt water up your butt? <laughs> that's colonoscopy. <laughs> that <is laughs> or that's, a, that's an enema. That's not an animal. That's an enema. <laughs> I didn't ask if it was an animal. But you hope there's not an animal there. What is the enema called with the Kalinsky? <laughs> it's the gerbil. <laughs> Monica Clancy? <laughs> it's a weasel. Okay. You're about to I was far off. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, I'm gonna ask two more questions and or three more questions. Okay. Port said is in which North African country? Port said. What did Port say? <laughs> what are you laughing about? You don't I even know. <laughs> uh, Robotuner? Yeah. Is it Uganda? No. Damn. Uganda be kidding me. <laughs> oh. 
Really? I stole that from he was You've like, gone to be kidding I, me He's like I get to use it I get to use it <laughs> I stole that from uh, Chelsea um, Handler da, 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 da. She has a stand up on Netflix Called You Gone to Be Kidding Me Nice Anybody uh, else want to try Special K Nigeria Nope Nigeria getting out of here Chat. South Africa okay, No, no. That, She said North African country <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking coast it's And I have a friend who lived there for three years it, Is it Ivory Coast? It's Egypt Egypt Okay Close. Yeah. Okay My second guess would have been Libya Kodiak Island is in which U.S. state? Real state It's a bear uh, you didn't even say. <laughs> you didn't even say. <laughs> All right, even say Robo name. Tuner, is it Alaska? Yes. <laughs> she said what animal? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> she did not. <laughs> All right, is that the last one? Or no, I one? got one more. Okay. In the human body, what is the hollux? <laughs> Special K is the throat because that's what I hollux out of. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is not your throat. <laughs> <laughs> what did we get? Uh, okay. Holix. No. That's uh, wait. What? Okay. Say the question one more time. What part is it? What part of the human body is the holix? Um, Spell it. H a l l u x. Mm, man, I would think you'll be next to your larynx, or maybe close to it. Uh, Robotuner? Sure. Wait, no. Is it your thyroid? Nope. No, the thyroid is your thyroid. Yeah. Is it a bone in the ear? Nope. No. Holix. It's your big toe. Oh. Really? I yeah. Knew it. All right, I got one more. All right. Which country is known as the Pearl of Africa? Robotuner? Uh huh. Is it the Ivory Coast? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Uganda? It is! I knew it was. <laughs> How did you know? <laughs> All right, we're done. All right, what's the score? 12. Uh, 42. No. Lucky. Okay, special K with a whopping three. Yes. That's a high score. Robo Tuner. Yeah, you beat me last week. Don't forget that. Oh, Fair and square, too. Robo tuner with a score of seven. What? I didn't think I got that many right. Surprisingly, you did. And y'all didn't get eight questions, y'all. Well, weirdos. how many did she get? Oh, I she didn't. She wasn't get playing. Any. Oh, zero because she wasn't playing. <laughs> how many did we not get? Eight. You got to be kidding me. Seriously. Too late. It's too much. Well, I like this. I like the ones where we give out more bullshit answers and we can actually <laughs> get right. <laughs> All right. Let's call into this debacle once again. Thank you once again for listening, and thanks to my sister Heather for joining us again today. Thank you for having me. Yes, of course. And as always, if you'd like to be a guest, you can drop me a line, fujiwa at gmail.com. It's F-U-J-I-W-A-H. Got any fun facts, send them to specialk at robotunerpodcast.com or gmail.com. And if you got any news stories, send them to Shelly. Sushi, S-I-U-X-S-H-I, at gmail.com. Follow us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, at RoboTunerIP. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 682-325-1696. And check out the rest of these dudes. The Jerry Jonestown Massacre, Funky Town Podcast, the Digital Frustrations Network, Atypical DFW Podcast, and The Intoxicated Gamer. All right, I'm going to go listen to some awesome music. See you next week. Red Pants.
Podcast. Robo-tuner, master of debacles. Doing the podcast. Sushi strange news. Doing the podcast. Special case fun fact. Doing the podcast. Pooping for pop cans. Doing the podcast. Get on me. Doing the podcast. Red Pants Theater. Doing the podcast. You can't put the chains on, Robo-tuner. Red Pants. <laughs>